Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Well, good morning. It has been said that a preacher worth her grit has a Bible in one hand and in the other hand holds a newspaper. The problem with that is the source of the news outlet. Amen? Amen. All right. So I have been reading an author by the name Heather Cox Richardson for over a couple of years now as she writes in her daily log, Letters from an American. Any of you heard of her before? Primarily, she is a historian. I like this author so much because of the history and herstory that she teases out about how this nation was created. And it is much more of the American story than it is spin. A couple of days ago, she reminded me that we had just passed the third anniversary of George Floyd's murder. So much has happened since then. But one of the things that has happened to me is that I have become more aware of the tension between those who wish to dominate and those who desire dominion. Dominion means to care for, to nurture. Domination means to have power over. It's my way or the highway. Dominion means we get to live in the messy middle to get curious and see that chaos as well as creativity actually live together and they're in harmony. Domination means that the ideas are absolutely not fluid, they are black and they are white, and if you do this or behave this way, then you're, you're golden, you're fine. As long as I say so, by the way. We are in a vast divide in our nation between those people and those of us who want to help all people. And we are also a congregation that says, yes, I want to help. So for example, this last weekend... We hosted a graduation party for an Ethiopian community. And this is going to be one of three that's coming up. Now, I'm guessing none of you came in except for a couple of minions that were trying to set up for Volunteer Sunday. But what happened was they respectfully closed these doors so that our space in here would remain sacred. They had food. They had beverages. They wore their traditional where they, the last time I came in here that they were here, and this is all a family that's connected throughout the Ethiopian community, I ate so many amazing dishes, and they kept bringing more things over and just plopping it on my plate. I felt like it was like almost the Jewish grandmother. Here, you need a little more. Just help yourself. I didn't get out. I thought I'd just pop by, check in, see how things were going, and an hour later... Again, I was full. It was like a fish fry. Uh, Their hospitality was remarkable. 
not just to me, but to each other in this community. So as I was reading letters to an American, I was reminded of what happened in June, the whole month of June, 1921, in Greenwood, a district of Tulsa, also known as the Black Wall Street. White people came in and destroyed, robbed, and rioted the community. Later on, by the way, they came in with roadways and just covered it up. This also happened on Highway 94, going right through St. Paul and Minneapolis. In today's dollars, that which happened in Tulsa back in 1921, it would be well over $200 million in damages. And you know what? When they filed the claims, none of them were allowed to be claimed from the insurance company. And I quote, because the damage is not covered by riots on their policies. And that's not the end of the story. Inequalities have persisted by creating home appraisal system that is blatantly racist. In San Francisco in uh, 2021, We're in 2023, just to give you a little bit of idea. This happened two years ago and was settled just last year. In 2021, a black couple asked for an appraisal on their home. This is a home that was in San Francisco. So you all know that none of us could live in San Francisco. Okay? It was appraised for a half million dollars less than it was the year before. Wait for it. The couple asked a white friend to stand in, and the appraisal came back a half million dollars higher than the initial evaluation, which is a difference of, if you do the math, one million dollars. In 2021, which brings me to the text today, in the beginning, God made this and that, And the other thing, and it was good. Yes. Okay, that was was a fail. (laughs) And it was good. Yes. Yes. Tov, right? Yeah. In Hebrew, the word tov, tov is an explosive word. Mazel tov, good luck. In the beginning, light burst into the world, and the seas were separated, and the animals were created, and the earth creature, Adam, had the ruach, the breath of the spirit blown into it, and life was created, and it was good. Yes! It's still good. It's still good. (laughs) Amen, brother. You see, some people have an issue with Genesis chapter 1 because they want to say this is a creationist or whatever. You know what this is? This is a litany of praise. This is a litany of praise from us to God and back again. I especially like it when God, by the way, they, them, God, they, them, calls the seeds forth. And there is fruitfulness like never before. And God said, this is good. Still good. Tov! Tov meod. Yes. Yes. Also, we praise God for this goodness in Psalm 8. 
O Lord, O Lord, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. All of the earth. All of the peoples. Because all means all. And in the gospel, one of the best promises of all comes forth from the very breath of Jesus Christ. And remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen? Amen. Always, always, always. And when it doesn't feel like I am is there with you, the Spirit and the paraclete will walk alongside of you no matter what's going on. Okay, two last stories. Ready? When I was in school, both in college and in seminary, I had the great joy, pleasure, and privilege to be a weekend house parent to a group home for nonverbal adults. Some were people with Down syndrome. Others had genetics that didn't quite line up. Still, other were born with various challenges. Years ago, we set up horrible hospitals for these people. I think you might remember Fairbowl was among the worst in Minnesota. Many of our actual residents came out of that situation and into loving homes where we did our best to abide with them as they learn tasks of daily living. I tell you, it was an honor and a duty and a delight. One weekend, a resident that had earned a night out on the town for his progress had a rare night out with me. He signed to me, I want to go dancing and drink beer. Now, he signed that. He didn't say it because he's nonverbal. But I love that for dancing. The legs with music, dancing, and a B for beer, wiping off the foam. <laughs> so we set off. We set off to uh, one of those dance clubs downtown St. Paul. Now, you have to remember, this is probably 25, 30 years ago. There was a lot of dance clubs going on back then. <clears throat> and so I'm like, I'm going to take him to the best one that I know. So I take him. And he sat off to the floor, and he started dancing. And what do you think happened? Everyone around him started to laugh and point and humiliate him. They made him look a fool. Do you think he noticed? No, he didn't notice, but it, I noticed. And it really ticked me off. So I said, we're leaving And I took him and scooted him out the door, and we headed out to another bar about two miles down the road that was a gay and lesbian bar. We walked in, and I got him a beer, and he never got to drink it. Why? Because person after person on the dance floor took him over and over. There was a line to dance with him. And I just would get, like, I'm responsible for this person. Oh, yep, there he is. We're good. Oh, do you need to go to the bathroom? Do you? No? Okay, we're good. Check, check, check. He was dancing, and he was laughing, and he was spinning with the sea of dancing people who could care in us and celebrated who he was, and he was 
Good. Yes. Because all means all. Dominion, to care for, to nurture, and it is tov. Yes. One last story. (laughs) I just heard this one last week. Uh, There's another young man that happened to have Down syndrome. And a friend of mine was playing golf right behind him. This is such a great story because, like, I know how I golf. And when I get a good shot, I'm like, yay, it's not in the weeds. You know? (laughs) Woo! I didn't lose a ball today. Like, if I can get by with only losing three balls, I'm like, woo! Awesome! This guy, every shot he made, he'd shoot the ball would go wherever the ball would go, and he'd drop, he would drop his club, and he'd go, yes! <laughs> Every shot. And the person behind him just watched in awe. Yes! <laughs> and it was good! Yes! So what if we looked at everything that we did through those lenses? Like each thing we did was the best we could do, and we raised our arms in the air and just said, Yes! (laughs) I think we should try it. Do it at every place you go this week and just see what people do. (laughs) I'm in an elevator. Yes! Descending on an escalator. Yes! Did you? That is so cool. They move. I don't move, but I'm moving. You see a bird singing in a tree. Yes! What if we looked at everyone around us and saw that they were simply good? Yes! No matter how they look, but especially if they look different than us. What if we even looked at ourselves when we were feeling like nobody cares and we ourselves began to believe that we are good? No matter where you are, I want to invite you to just move that direction because you are good. Yes. Yes. You are told. And remember, Jesus said, I am with you always to the end of the age. What else do we possibly need? In the beginning, God made all things, and it was good. And for this good news, we can all say, thanks be to God. Amen. Yes! Yes! Thank you! (laughs) 